This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I would say this is a lot of treasure. It is. Do you have any way of carrying it all? Guess we have to leave it all here. Wait a minute. Guys, I have an extra dimensional space. I start filling the bag and then speaking the word. Even if you filled up this etrel, it's still going to hit its weight limit. Then we'll go get a shovel and a cart. We don't even have to do that. It only takes one person to go buy a cart and bring it back. But guys, all it takes is one person to walk back to town and start dumping the satchel out every 60 seconds without buying a cart. When you get back to town, everyone there is celebrating and excited. There's a lot of people out in the streets cheering, the dragon's dead. We bask. Yep. We soak it all in. The mayor comes up to you. Is it true? Did you kill the dragon? Yes, we did. Oh, it's true, all right. If you ever need anything, you're always welcome in town. So your road takes you all the way back to Reistergon. With this much moolah, we could invest in some of the finest poisons this game has to offer. To the poison shop! I mean, it's not just poisons, but they've got all sorts of weird things, like you were talking about the stuff floating in formaldehyde and whatever. It's like magic and alchemy and poisons and monster hunting and monster parts shop. Ooh. Oh, monster parts? Oh my gosh. Tokas, you'll have a field day. Awesome. I mean, is there anything else here weird besides the poisons? I, I guess I, I, I check out the poisons they have. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thane literally just said they have a bunch of weird stuff, like monster parts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds cool, but I feel like... Get Murney some newt eyes for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, do, I do buy him... Is that his favorite snack, or, have it, or did I remember it wrong? <laughs> he wanted newt eyes. We don't know what for. We don't know whether he wanted to consume them or use them for his magic. Right. We don't ask questions. We just buy newt eyes. So, yeah, it's a need-to-know basis, and <laughs> it, we don't. I mean, if I had less money, I would probably haggle for a cheaper, weaker poison, but we're pretty late into the adventure. There's one poison that sticks out to me in its effectiveness. Mr. Shopkeep, Mrs. Shopkeep, sorry, uh, you wouldn't happen to own any, uh, and I look around side to side. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to kill anybody here in this city. Sorry, I don't, I don't mention that. Tokus has got <laughs> such a terrible charisma. My goodness. Um... You wouldn't happen to have any uh, purple worm poison, would you? <laughs> Funny you should ask. Why, I just got a shipment in this past week. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> wow. How much? <laughs> she looks you up and down and says, Are you sure you're good for it? Uh, <laughs> I could possibly buy at least one dose, but maybe more. Tokus takes off his wig and a bunch of gold just spills out onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> How much is the teleportation again? Did we, for Tokus, I didn't write it down, Thane, I'm sorry. 1201.2 silver. Mm-hmm. Okay, 1201? One, yes, point two, uh, 1201 silver plus two copper. Okay, so I'm going to pre-deduct that before I figure out. And get your tickets, tickets, yeah. get your tickets. Man, I'd love to buy more than one dose of this stuff. So so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not interested in the purple worm so much for its raw damage output. Compared to other poisons that I'm aware of, it just has a much better chance of working. It's a combat poison. It's not the ingest or this or that. There's another type of poison that's interesting, which is crawler mucus. 
Mm. But it's a much lower DC. It's DC. Crawler mucus causes paralysis. I've never heard of a type of mucus that I dreaded more. (laughs) This is for carrion crawlers? Yeah. Mm. So so the thing is, is it's DC is 13, though. So, like, at this point in the campaign, I feel like that'd be a pretty weak sauce. Yeah. Because these are constitution checks, and monsters usually... Now, here's the thing about Purple Worm. Yes, it's really expensive, but it's a DC 19. There you go. Worth the price. That's quite good. Worth the price. How much? DC 19. I'm not even that concerned about the damage, but do you guys want to know what, what the damage is just to humor me? I want to know I how do. much it costs first so that I can put the what it does in perspective. Okay. <laughs> well, divide how much it costs into how much average damage it deals. So it deals 12 D6 poison. I still don't know how much it costs. <laughs> oh, it's 2,000. <laughs> Holy crap! It feels 12d6 poison? 12d6 on a failure, half on a success. So some poisons don't deal anything even if you succeed. The cool thing about purple worm poison is it's one of the poisons that deals half even if they succeed on the con. But they, but there's a good chance they won't. Now, the thing is... is a follow-on question. Is it Vilapult compatible? <laughs> uh, I could and then waste it, in theory. Okay. It might not be. So you need to apply it to a weapon pre-combat and, and then, then deliver. Hit. Yeah, I would I would yeah, okay. baste the dragon in it, dragon axe in it, and then <laughs> slash something. Does it stay on until you hit with that weapon, or does it... Yeah, first- so, yeah. so as far as uh, okay. poison... Okay, so it wouldn't all be wasted. Interesting. Uh, hang on. It's good for your first hit. Mm. What were you saying? It's good till the last drop, he said. <laughs> good for your first hit, is what I said. <laughs> yeah, first, well, it's the first successful hit it applies, correct? So, 12d6 of poison damage for 2,000 gold. Is that a good return on investment? We're pretty barred from spending... We can't buy explosives because there's no gunpowder in this room. I mean, I Togus wouldn't know what that is. I'm, this is a Sean thought. Uh, <laughs> I can't use spiked armor because I'm not a dwarf. We're not going to buy an airship. Those don't exist. We're not going to buy a watership because the. In other words, like I've 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 skimmed it. I skimmed the whole list of things that sure a DM would actually let you buy. Now again, if we were in a world that had secret shops and we could buy magical gear, awesome. We know you know what else is a good investment? Hiring mercenaries, hiring adventures is another mm. good usage of money. Uh, so I'm I'm up for those options if you guys want to talk me out of it. But like, I, so I, here's. Here's my take on it. Um, for a single attack. additional twelve, a single attack that does twelve d six damage at two thousand gold, you are paying one hundred and sixty six gold per d six right of damage. Right. If you feel that that is a good investment, then it is your gold. Spend it how you want. <laughs> it's the difference. It's definitely between... a co- there's the, there's a cool factor to it, rega- regardless of the expense. Set your heart free, Tokus. The money is yours. Do with it what you will. Yeah. No, and I appreciate you doing the math. I think, in my mind, it could be the difference between a dead or alive. <laughs> Sharkoth. <laughs> That's true. Now, to also put this in perspective... That's basically as much damage as two psychic lances. True. Yeah. It's like two fireballs worth of damage. Granted, on one target, and I have to hit the target, and we need the target to fail, it's... Now, if it succeeds the con check, it's, you know, half a psychic glance. Or, sorry, did you say it was two psychic lances worth of damage? Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that what I use it on is not immune to poison. 
they could be they could have some resistance but not 100% resistance otherwise it's a total waste I mean this this would be like here's the thing remember the various times throughout <laughs> the show when I stuck something in the vial pult and shot it like that expensive it used to be expensive not anymore to us but like healing potion the yeah. healing potion shot like other iconic things like if I miss with this poison or it gets half resisted or full resisted <laughs> like I would feel like Oh my gosh, that was 2,000 cool. <laughs> if, if it hits and like kills something, I get to be like, guys, I told you so. The purple worm poison, best investment, okay? You guys wanted to buy a ship. <laughs> Tuckus, I think you're beginning to understand something very important, which is that there is a good reason why Kanye West has gold toilets in his house. It's because he can. Right. And you're buying this poison for the exact same reason. Yep. You don't need it. You just want it. <laughs> you don't even really want it. You're doing it just because you can. Yeah. I mean, so so if we if we go a step down, wyvern poison, already the DC is much worse. It's DC 15 and it's 1200 gold piece and it's only 76 poison. You use the word we there as though yeah. we are making the decision. But yeah. we're not though. Right. <laughs> Crawler mucus is much more affordable. It's only 200. I mean, 200 gold is 200 gold, but it's 200 gold. Paralysis is really strong. The problem is the DC is only a 13, and that's pretty abysmal on a con check. And they get to save every round. And they do get to save every round. Yes, that's true. Tokus, again, I think you're preaching to a choir that doesn't exist. You don't have to convince us it's your money. Do what you want with it. Wait, Shaba, you're not at the store with me trying to talk me out of this. You know, I'm definitely at the store with you. I, why would I miss out on being in a store this cool? Tell me, why would I do that? Now, here's where I'm going with this. All three of us have martial capabilities. All three of us have a lot of money that there's just, there's nothing in this world that it's worth spending on. You don't know that. Don't tell me what to spend my money on. Like what? What are you going to spend it on, Shaba? You can't take it with you. Do you realize that I own a five by five plot of land outside the fence <laughs> in Nafton where the road splits? Do you, can you imagine how many five by five squares of land I could buy with the amount of gold that I own now? And not own that gold anymore. Do you understand? I could own pastures and pastures of land for all my future goats. Okay. And think about how desperately those patches of land need banana stands on them. And goats as well. Do you know how many future goats I'm going to have, Tokus? If I don't buy this poison now, I will have lots and lots of future goats. If I do, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> there are different things that are important in life to different people. And for me, it's goats. And for you, it's poison. That's, that's, so let's that's, just leave it at that. That's totally fine. So I will deduct 2000 from my gold pool here. I will hand it to the nice <laughs> the person nice old at, egg. at the poison stall. <laughs> and uh, Shove is lying there, taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tokus, you know what? The only thing that I enjoy in the world... More than spending gold is having gold. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just going to keep all this gold so that I can have it. It's crazy. People don't realize that you spend it, you don't have it anymore. That's the thing about gold, right? I know. Having it is so much better than spending it. <laughs> Maybe you could go back and invest in Elmar Veckling and his merchant ships or something. There you go. Do an expansion. <sighs> okay, so you buy a dose? Expand the business. I do. All right. Once you show the gold, she takes out this one very carefully wrapped vial and hands it over. Ooh. Sure not to break that. Yeah. I 
don't intend to break it until I'm ready to use it. Thank you. You wouldn't want that broken glass cutting you and, <laughs> and poisoning you to death. <laughs> that would be actually pretty terrible. <laughs> Surely it comes in a little box or something, right? A little perfume box? Yeah, it's got like a, a box with velvet and padding and stuff. Oh, nice. Mm. Actually, that's really great. So I can put it in my pack filled with vials of Ferulean <laughs> dragon <laughs> blood. And none of those will break either. Now, Tokus, one last thing to consider. For a tenth of that money, you instead could be the proud owner of an elephant. That would be really cool. I did see the elephant. I was worried that unless we find the Towers of Arconomica, that we wouldn't be able to find the, the elephant herder, though. Yeah, mm. you're not going to get an elephant in this town. Oh, man. That would be pretty pretty sweet. Um, okay, so there is one other place that I want to visit before we teleport out of here. The scroll that, you ga- uh, that we found in the cave reminded me. Um, I want to go to... The magical scribe hut, or wait, where do the wizards in this city hang out? <laughs> I think that's a fine name for it. <laughs> that's the name of the shop. Yep, <laughs> the magical scribe. Hey, come hut. on in to the magical scribe hut. <laughs> it's got like cheap tiki themed. They're like hippie wizards. They like none of them are wearing shoes. They're all just like hanging out in their little teepee. It's also the name of my new psychedelic rock album. <laughs> so I show up at the wizard's place. Okay. But first, it's time for a very special royal decree. This one comes to us from the future Mrs. Abrams, a.k.a. Dooms, and it's dedicated to our very own Sean Abrams, a.k.a. Shabe, a.k.a. Tokus Alton. And it goes a little something like this. My dearest, rockiest gnome, how excited I am to hitch my caravan to yours as we embark on this new quest together. I vow not to make fun of your wig or the head that lies beneath, to embrace the countless inventions you will undoubtedly create, and to add my charisma score to yours when we visit the local markets and taverns. Let's spelunk the depths of every dungeon cave to slay the dragons that may come our way. I love you. Hashtag Shavemed is dooms. Hashtag Tokus is spoken for. Hashtag take that, Sohagen wife. Yes, for those of you who were unaware, the upcoming nuptials of our very own Tokus Alton are indeed at hand. Thank you, Stephanie, so much for sending in this very special message and embarrassing Sean, because as you know, that is one of our favorite things to do here on the show. And so, Shabrams, on behalf of Brian Thane, myself, and I'm sure everyone here in DGP Nation, we wish you and your lovely bride to be the very warmest of congratulations. Salutations, permutations, excitations, what incarnations, elations, etc., etc., and many happy returns. And now that having been said, it's time for us to return to our regularly scheduled adventure. Hey, um, do you guys have any magic scrolls, or would you scri- scribble out a scroll for for the right uh, fee? They have a handful of scrolls for sale. Are these limited by Tokus's understanding of spellcasting? Um, yeah, it has to be on your spell list, and if it's too high of a level for you to cast normally, then you have to make a check. So this is going to be limited to what Eldritch Knights can cast, correct? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, wizard spells. Level one and two wizard spells. Wh- oh, is it any wizard spells or is it only... You cast from the wizard spell list. You'd let me have access to anything? Oh, wow. You guys seem pretty chill. I mean, I, I have no idea how you guys like to, <laughs> to do it. Yeah, it's going to be based on their level and any item costs that are in, baked into the spell. Let's say 150 for first level, 500 for second level, 1250 for third level. Okay, 1250. But they're not going to have everything. Are they willing to craft or scribe out, scribble out anything higher than that, or is that pretty... You'd have to probably special order anything else, and it would take time, and you're kind of in a hurry. Gotcha. There's one spell in particular that uh, is juicy and I considered, but it's outside of the Eldritch Knight's normal casting, but it's inside wizard casting. What do you guys think about the idea of me investing the rest of my monies into a scroll of vampiric touch? What does that one do? It's one of the few ways for wizards to heal themselves. It is a one-minute concentration spell, third-level necromancy, casting time, one action. Range, touch, but that's that's not a problem uh, because Tokus is a melee wizard. All right, the touch of your shadow-wreathed hand can siphon force from others to heal your wounds. Make a melee spell attack against a creature within your reach. So I could miss with the scroll, but on a hit... The target deals 3d6 necrotic, and you regenerate hit points equal to half the amount of necrotic damage dealt. Once the spell ends, you can make the attack again on each of your turns as an action. So for a minute, I could keep sucking life force out of... like yeah, a, Until the spell ends, not once the spell ends. Yeah, sorry. Until until the spell ends, I could keep siphoning life force out of a target. It, it would give Tokus a healing option that I don't have otherwise. Otherwise, I'm always relying on the band or I'm relying on you, Aslo... This would essentially give me a damaging heal that, as long as the concentration doesn't fall off, and I'm, I'm pretty good at my concentration checks now, I could keep sucking life force out of a big tanky target. Yeah, I would say if you're if you're getting it purely to heal, then uh, like a healing potion costs fifty gold or whatever. This costs twelve fifty. Yeah. Um, and then as far as action economy goes, you're spending an attack uh, each turn to do this, which you're dealing damage and healing yourself, which is nice. The key is that it's not Witch Bolt. The key is that it's, you can. I don't have to spend any other turns doing it. That's true. And what's crazy to me is it's the same strength. Is that true? It just says you can make the attack again. So I'm not, the math on this is really bizarre. Like, it's not, I spent a little bit over a thousand gold on one Vampiric Touch. I spent it on the ability to vampiric touch for a whole minute depending on whether or not I lose the concentration. That's correct. It would mean using both of your attack actions to do the one touch. Right. But having the option to just like if I'm low, I'm out of I'm out of other resources. A healing potion is not worth spending my whole action on. I should try to do a spell like this, which it's kind of a weird backwards way to get healing on an Eldritch Knight that you you normally you normally can't get healing on an Eldritch Knight. Is making the melee spell attack initially part of the the one action casting time, mm-hmm. or do you have to cast it and then? Okay, so you can have immediate effects from it. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah, if you think it's worth having it as like a backup, like a last resort type thing. Yeah, you can't miss with the first attack, but the rest of the concentration, any of the subsequent life force things, those are all melee range, I imagine. But you, I could miss with those, and the concentration doesn't go away. I think you can miss. With yeah, you you're making a melee spell attack, so you can miss with the first one too. 
Oh, really? It's the same same thing every round. Yeah. Yeah. What, but but don't scrolls get used up, or do scrolls consume only when? No, the scroll gets used up, but you still have to make the attack roll regardless of whether it's the first round. And regardless of whether you hit or miss for any of these attacks, the spell is still in effect for as long as you have concentration. Oh, because it's a concentration. Wow. So wait, I could I could use the scroll. I could even miss on the first hit, mm-hmm. and I have a whole minute as long as concentration holds to. Yeah, get... you can make up to ten attacks as long as your concentration lasts. Wow. Yeah, I guess I didn't really calculate how strong necrotic, I mean, uh, vampiric touch is potentially on a on a melee caster like me. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what I spend the rest of my cha-ching on. All right, so they can give you a scroll with that. Okay, how much was it? A thousand? Twelve fifty. Okay. I will pay them the money. Thanks, thanks, wizards. It's this is a really nice city. You guys have, like, everything from poison... I mean, I didn't visit the poison vendor, and... <laughs> Legit spell scribes. I wish Asla was here. He could have maybe haggled me a better price on these, both of these items. Here I am. Yeah, aren't we with you? We came to the poison shop with you. We're standing right behind you. <laughs> oh, wait, that reminds me. Shaba, listen. I'm hiding in the shadows. Uh, wait, oh, can you come out of the shadows for a second? I want you to meet my wizard friends. Boo! <laughs> wait, no, don't make me drop this. And Tokus quickly grabs the vial and tries not to crush it in his gauntlets. Listen, Shaba. I heard everything that you said to me earlier about how you didn't like the poison investment and everything. And listen, as we walked no, over I didn't here... No, I didn't say that. If you recall, <laughs> I said it's your money, spend it how you want. Right. It's, you said it's my money, I can spend it the way that I want to. Correct. Wait, wait. actually, I have a rules question. How does poison work with ammunition versus a static weapon? I get one chance. If I miss, it's done. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's probably better for it to be on me or Aslo. Mm-hmm. Aslo's probably going to be spending his action economy on spellcasting yep. more than attacking. I guess I guess I, I was thinking maybe you might be the better candidate for the poison dose, but because of the no, way... No, no. Yeah, the way that ammunition... You're a better shot than me. You're more accurate than me. I am certainly a better shot than you, but, by far. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that the poison would be good on my one of my arrows. Right. It would not. Put the poison in Stripey's claws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be sweet. When you find him ex- licking his paws, getting it clean or something. Yeah, that's the first thing he would do, you know. He would have a taste. Could we take five before we go on the teleport? Because I would like to give you your bow back, Chaba, and no longer be bonded to it. And I want to I want to bond with this axe. Yeah, totally. You did that a while ago, like a week and a half ago. Oh, oh yeah, I, I weapon bonded to the X already? We've been traveling for nine days. Oh, yeah, I probably would have already spent, like, the first night bonding with it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so your bow's no longer bonded. Getting to know it, bonding with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah caressing <laughs> it. Getting to know lightly. you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, would it make sense for me to still be bonded to your bow just in case you ever get disarmed of it? I could just poof, it's here. Actually, I... Because I can be I can be bonded to two items. I don't want to inconvenience you, and you, I mean, you, no, 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 no. I think that's worth it. Are you just never going to use your rapier or your warham again? I don't think so. <laughs> never, wow. really? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. What about the whole idea of having a bludgeoning weapon in the party? Wait, isn't a battle axe a two-handed weapon? One or two. It's versatile. Versatile. Okay. It's versatile, so I could wield it one-handed. Yeah, which is perfect for Tokus. It's really convenient that the, the dragon happened to find a one-handed. War axe, and for us to stumble upon it and kill it and loot it. Well, I mean, it had some treasure that some other adventurers obviously brought to it. So right, right, and they thought they could. They thought they could fight a poison dragon with a poison axe. How foolish! Ha! They should have known better. Um, yeah. So, so I think I should stay bonded to either one of your important weapons, Jay, or one of Brian's weapons. And, and I think your bow is so much more integral to your character. Yeah. So 
I should I should stay bonded in case something bad happens to it somehow. Sure, yeah. I mean, if if you're uh, not if you're throwing your rapier and your warham out the window, then I mean, I talked with Thane at one point about bonding to my shield, but it's never really come up, and I think it's not technically a valid option for weapon bond. Dude, you could turn into Captain America. Yeah. Mm, definitely, <laughs> that's awesome. I'll stick with the axe and just in, just in case contingency plan the bow. All right, okay. teleport time. Let's do this. Yeah, we teleport. All right. I I don't hate the things that I bought. I feel pretty good about the stuff I bought. That's usually a good thing. Yeah. No buyer's remorse. Not yet, anyway. It'll come. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, it always does. And you know, I find that the best financial advice I've ever heard is spend a bunch of money to buy a bunch of stuff you don't need. (laughs) As soon as you get your hands on it. (laughs) That's my favorite. As soon as you have any money, spend it all on a bunch of crap you don't need. Well, not everybody's (laughs) like you, Brian, and just can hand out heels. Like, I can't can't do that. Now you can for one minute, Sean. For one whole combat minute, I can deal damage and heal myself. As long as you don't get your concentration taken. Which, like, I don't think is going to happen. I mean, I, I could apply Bardic to those con checks. I could apply Session is to those checks. Totes, totes. McGroats, boats. I can't feed my family, but I can do that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Tokus doesn't have a family he's going back to. Oh, that's true. But you need to save up so you can feed all those little Sahagan hatchlings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those Sawagan babies. Tokus doesn't need the good life. You guys can hoard your money, but I'm going to invest my stuff in combat items. Awesome. Like a true fighter. Good for you. So you head back to the teleporter, show them your passes. Yep. And return to Nanept. Drink our Pepto-Bismol first. Make sure you don't eat or drink anything for like two hours before you leave or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Drink the Pepto-Bismol after we get there. Oh, Stripey's going to have to figure out whose feet he wants to vomit on this time. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it once on Tokus and once on Aslo. Maybe it's well, my it's, turn. Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Ruh-roh. Only option left. <laughs> I put plastic bags around my boots and <laughs> tie them with rubber bands around my shins. You don't want your boots of comfiness getting all messed up? Yeah, no, getting all crusty. Can't have that. <laughs> You return through the teleporter, once again feeling that now familiar sensation of being lifted off your feet and jerked through space. After some indeterminable time, you finally arrive, sprawled across the floor of the Nanept Merchant's Guild's teleportation chamber. Oh, it's good to be home. (laughs) Immediately, you hear a shout from nearby. Enemies of the crown! What? Attack! What the heck? Uh, no, you you are mistaken. You are clearly mistaken. Yeah, sorely mistaken. We're best friends of the crown, thank you very much. So, by the time you've managed to regain your senses and figure out what's happening, you can see half a dozen guards already closing in and more standing around the perimeter of the room, looking somewhat confused. What? Aslo, lift the Kingslayer. This is a sword. This is a gift given to us by the King of Nanept. Yeah, I, I hold up the Kingslayer. I say, this was given to us by the King of Nanept. King Ormog. We're not enemies of the crown. We've met him several times. We're good friends. Brian, this might be a moment for us to look at the crown. The ones around the edge of the room just seem very confused, but the ones that are closing in already are completely ignoring what you're saying, and they're 
readying to attack. What? These are like royal soldiers or town guard or? They look like the typical town guards that you would have seen in here before. We're steel members of the Sapphire Saber. You are under our command. Cease immediately and explain yourselves. They're going to attack. That's fine. I will stand here and die. I'm going to stand here and get slain by <laughs> Wait, these well, guys. Hold, 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 hold it. Shaba, relax. Shaba. Brian, you know the calm emotion spell. You have two charges of it. That's true. We would have to roll initiative. I refuse. I'm not taking out my weapon. Wait, I'm not what? fighting. No, wait, we have... Hold on. We can talk this out. Yes, we need to talk <laughs> this out. This is ridiculous. Who gave you these orders? I, yeah, I don't think we should just jump straight into a niche. You don't know what's going on or why they're attacking, but the ones that are attacking are not responding. They're not stopping to talk. Okay. Okay, I am not going to strike at a town guard. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I will stand here and die. Doesn't mean we can't defend ourselves from their attacks. We can't defend ourselves except by attacking them. We can use magic to knock them out instead of killing them. I don't have anything magic that can knock people out. Looking through my gear, I don't. I mean, I don't have anything that can. I mean, all I have are my boxing glove arrows that can do, <laughs> deal subdual damage. Oh, uh, subdual damage. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the calm emotions is a good option. It could be helpful because it, it affects all of them. I mean, Aslo, you have pattern. I have hypnotic pattern, and you already called out calm emotions, Tokus. That's the best one already. Yeah, calm emotions could be useful. You can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is hostile toward you. Target each humanoid in a 20-foot radius. Boom. Perfect. So that's our plan. Do you two defend the three of us, and then I will subdue them. I'm trying to figure out if that actually works, though. I mean, was there a captain, or they're all they're all about the same rank? I mean, you're still recovering and reeling from the teleportation, so... Okay, well, if there's a captain, suggestion, maybe, or command... I like calm emotions. That hits the nail on the head. Well, calm emo- what, what calm emotions does is it maybe it buys us time to talk. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's all we need. We need time to figure out what is going on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's something that targets all the guards. You attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. They clearly are a group of people who have strong emotions. <laughs> well, yeah, they might have emotions. Of Listen, I see you're a group of people with strong emotions, okay? Actually, like, Tokus, I'm, I'm like really freaking out. Could you suppress my emotions too? I don't like all these emotions I'm feeling right I'll now. I'll include you in the circle. Yeah, you could include me in the targeted creatures. Yep. You don't know how to deal with these emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather deal with these motions magically than biologically. So, yeah, yeah. include me. Throw Stripey in. He's a little riled up. Yeah, his, hand, his hair's all standing up on his back like a cat. <laughs> so probably include him in this in this next spell. Yeah, it's, it's a cha save. You've got to figure the uh, average city guard doesn't really have very high cha. Oh, wow. It's based off your cha because of the crown's effects, huh? No, just that that's how the spell works. No, it's there. They make cha saves. Yeah, they make cha saves. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Cha cha cha. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Murney even warned us. He said that there was civil unrest, unrest. and we just walked <laughs> straight into the teleporter. Waltzed right into it. But how did they even know it was us? How did they even know we were coming? Right. How did they know to- for all these guards to just be waiting around just to kill us without explaining why? <laughs> I, I don't think this is the Nanept that we knew anymore, Shaba. I agree. Yeah, I think civil unrest was a uh, gross underrepresentation <laughs> of what's going on here. True. That's what I think. I think it's rather uncivil unrest. I shudder to think that there could be a new authority in Nanept. 
that we didn't hear about. Mm. Oh, holy crap, Tokus. How obvious could it have been? You're right. <laughs> Enemies of the crown. It's not the king anymore. Someone else has usurped the throne. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Someone has killed the king <laughs> and taken the throne, and now Take we are enemies of the new crown. We're the enemies of whatever, whatever crown this is. I don't even know what crown this is anymore. And who more likely to do that than the one and only Shadow Don't say that, Brian. Don't, I mean, don't <laughs> say that, Aslo. Don't say. <sighs> like, that would be absolute worst case. But at the same time, if they got the scepter... What wouldn't they be able to do? Uh, well, wait. They would have had to take the kingdom by force. They don't have the... Uh, what about the orcs who are invading Waspel? We don't know how far they ended up getting. Mm. Although they did say that they kind of thought they had the situation under, under control, but maybe they underestimated them. Yeah. It's also been a couple of months at least since you checked in. Mm. Right. True. Everybody roll initiative and... Actually, you will have to roll with disadvantage because you are sickened as you come out of the teleportation. Oh. What? Oh, sick. Exactly. That's sickening, Thane, that you would do that to us. I'm sickened by that. Wow, I had a really good initiative until I had to roll disadvantage. I had a really good initiative until I had to roll. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Tokus is on a seven. Aslo gets a six. Yeah, initiative really killed me. So... If I have advantage and disadvantage, then I just roll once, right? Correct. Okay. I rolled four dice. I should have only rolled the one. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled disadvantage twice and then remembered that I had advantage, but that's not how that works. Uh, I'm actually going on a 17. That's pretty good. If you have advantage and disadvantage, roll four dice and take both the higher and the lower. Yeah, exactly. Average the two. Right, and then you like divide them or divide, add them together yeah. and then divide by two. Divide the total number of results <laughs> by the total number of dice rolled. And Stripey? You have to know basic calculus to play D&D at this level. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Stripey is going on a five. X equals D20 times four <laughs> divided by four. So we got five, six, seven, and... And 17 for Shaba. 17. All right. Well, the guards go first. They would do that, those guards. Um, I have a, a quick question about the guards. Yes. Do their uniforms actually bear the sigil of Ormog or Nanept or whichever it is? Like, are they the city guards that we would have been used to seeing? Uh, as far as you can tell, they look just like normal city guards, aside from how tired they all look. So so maybe whoever's taken over the city, it hasn't been all that long and they haven't been able to swap out the uniforms yet. Like, those are coming. Like, they, they ordered them, and they're still not here. Yeah, the next question I was going to ask is, do we recognize any of them? Because we have had some interactions with the city guard, including, um, what's his face? Uh, yeah, they weren't good interactions. They they hate our guts, yeah. Shaba. Yes, uh, Captain Stoutheart. In fact, this is probably the teleportation circle we used to teleport out, right? Yeah, you've been here a few times. Let me just roll to see if there's anyone here that you might know. Or isn't it like the Merchant's Guild that owns the teleportation circle or something like that? Yeah, it's a Merchant's Guild. Ah, okay. Uh, They might not have had guards here last time. They did have guards, but not this many. Yeah, you don't recognize anyone here other than the, uh, the person who's at the counter. Okay. Are they a town guard, or are they employed by the Merchant's Guild? They're, they're just a Merchant's Guild employee. Okay. Right, so six of the guards close in, quickly drawing weapons and moving to attack. Shaba, two of them attack you and hit. 
I- am I able to react to this? Uh, I think you can use your reaction before you've had your first turn in combat. Oh, wait a minute. I'm remembering the detail that Thane and I talked about earlier regarding Tokus. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, there's no flat-footed. You're not wearing your shield right now because you were just walking around in town and not expecting to be ambushed as soon as you teleported. Uh, so mm. even if you have your reaction... I need my shield to do my correct. fighting uh, stance reaction. Yeah. Well, it was worth a try. I shout, help, I'm being oppressed. <laughs> I, I was thinking of your well-being, Shaba. Uh, I, I appreciate that, as always. Dude, Captain America is never without his shield. Come on, Tokus. Yeah, Captain Toke America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want to call, call him Toke America. <laughs> yeah, no. That's like the one thing we've never upgraded this whole campaign. Like, why don't I have a vibranium shield by this point in the campaign? I mean, come on. Uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight. Just travel to Wakanda. Captain Toke America sounds like a, an album from a psychedelic rock band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Shava, you're hit with two spears for... Five points and two points. Ow. Gosh. You guys, stop. Aslo, you're hit by one out of two that are attacking you for four points. Okay. We are at full HP, right? Yes. Well, you were. Correct. <laughs> Stripey is attacked once but missed, and then Tokus is also attacked once and missed. And it looks like the other guards that are on the perimeter are very surprised that the ones in the middle rush to attack so quickly. Uh, Some of them are reaching to grab their spears and kind of getting ready to join the fight, it looks like, but others are not really sure what to do. The man behind the the apparatus that operates this whole thing is also looking surprised and scared and like he's probably going to run away. Oh, wow. Okay. Does anyone in the room look magical? Um, I don't remember what the guy operating it looked like. I think he had robes on and stuff, but... One of them is is pregnant and you notice that their skin is glowing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Asla, you should cast Detect Magic and see if anyone in here is magical. Or to see if they're pregnant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> detect miracle. Okay. Detect, detect pregnancy. Detect the miracle of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, some, someone's magic item that they made up was the Fork of Detection, and if you touched its tines to something, it would go one color if it was magic, one color if it was poisoned, and one color if it was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Stick a fork in me, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. The... <laughs> I love it. Uh, but you're not the first cool. ones to come up with it. Right. Okay, sweet. So, moving along. Uh, Shaba. I will... Um, can I spend my action being offended? <laughs> if that's what you want to do with it. I mean, they've hit us, so why don't we hit back? How about a bonus action? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll spend a... a yeah, I'll, I'll go bonus action offense. Uh, I would like to not shoot because I'm being meleeed to death right now. Can I, like, m- I'm going to move somewhere where I'm not being meleeed. Yeah, couldn't you, like, Zeph? I could Zeph. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bonus action Zeph. I'm going to Zeph like the wind, because that's basically what that spell is doing. So I'm going to Zeph, and then I'm going to move away from the party a little bit. Does that spell let you avoid all attacks of... All attacks of opportunity. My movement does not provoke them. It says, you move like the wind. Your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks until the spell ends. Uh, and that mm, is... pretty awesome. Yeah, that's a... Uh, you could, like, reflavor that spell 
So that you're a shadow that wanders glades? I am Wind Brother, so, I mean, it's fitting. It's one of the reasons I took this spell, because it's so in character for me. Uh, and then I'm going to strike with my... I'm going stri- to reach out with my arrow and strike one of the one of the assailants who tried to attack me. All right, so you withdraw to the outer rim of the room. Correct. Away from the rest of the guards? Yes. And take a shot. One of the ones that attacked you, not one of the, your companions? Or? Um... Yeah, if I can, can I, do I have a clear line of sight on one of the ones that attacked me? Um, not really. Everyone else is kind of in the way. What about shooting one that's in range with Stripey and he gets to attack it? Oh yeah, Stripey can use his reaction. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll attack the one that's on Stripey. Um, however, I rolled a one, so that's going to miss. Uh, and then Stripey will take his reaction. That is a 12 to hit. Probably not going to hit either. 12 does not hit. Alright. And I am done. Alright. Tukas. Well, they already attacked us, so we're taking hostile actions against them, right? Yeah, I mean, if they were taking us into custody, it would be one thing, but they've got weapons drawn and they're attempting to destroy us, so. We must act in kind, unfortunate though it may be. I'm actually going to do something different. I was thinking I was going to equip my shield, but oh, no, I, sh- I should equip my shield, right? Like Death skis. Yeah. What would Captain like, America do? Well, he, oh, he would equip his shield mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm mm-hmm. next. I'm still next to Aslo and Stripey, so it's not like my turn's nothing. Mm-hmm. My turn would be equipping a shield. To be fair, though, Captain America would probably throw his shield, and I don't think you should do that. Mm. Yeah, he would, like, pick it up with his foot or, like, kick it at somebody, and then it hits them, right. and then he grabs it. <laughs> if it would be, like, on the ground and he would kip it up, like, just step on the edge and it would go and flip into his hand, and then he would, like, disc throw it at somebody. Yeah, can Tokus do that? DM they should, like, make a whole uh, <laughs> archetype that's about that. Like, Shield thrower? Like basically mm. a Captain America class for D&D. Anyway... I'm going to spend my turn equipping my shield. <laughs> and uh, you said we don't have any of our weapons, right, Thane? Well, I mean, you're wearing them, but you're not wielding them. So could I item interaction to get my Warham going? Yeah. Well, actually, uh, no, you can't because you have to use that to get your shield out. Item interaction to pull out the shield and then action to put it on. What if I use my bonus action to do what Eldritch Knights do? Oh, that's true. You can summon your weapon. Uh, and summon the weapon to your hand. Heck yeah. yeah. So I will bonus action to summon Mjolnir to my, I mean, oh, my, my Warhammer. Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just appears in a puff of black smoke into your clenched fist. This is like the first time in the campaign where my Eldritch Knight ability to summon my weapon has been relevant. I love it. No. In the fight against Felmendar. Yeah, fight against Felmendar. It was totally relevant But that was relevant for Shaba. Shaba needed me to get him as well. I got you. You got me my weapon and you got your weapon. That's true. Well, it's finally coming in clutch towards the end of the campaign. And that's my turn. You're still bonded to my... Uh, bow, just in case. Oh, I mean, I could true. grab your bow right now with my bonus action. <laughs> well, not that I'm suggesting you do that, but <laughs> just saying. <laughs> It'd be a good way to pull a prank on him, though. Yeah, right as I'm about to shoot, you just summon hey, Shaba, it where's your bow? <laughs> <laughs> got it. got your bow now, big guy. <laughs> yeah, if Tokus decided to betray Shaba, or if Shaba betrayed us, I would quash that very quickly. All right, uh, that's my turn. All right, so you get ready for battle. Eslo. All right, I would indeed like to try casting Calm Emotions. That is uh, an action. Each humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. So uh, how big is this room exactly? It's a 25-foot radius. (laughs) 
Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, but the good news is the ones that are actively being aggressive are closest to us. Yeah, they're all within 10 feet. Yeah, I'll just center it on myself, and then if it gets any of the others around the outside, then even better. So they all make a charisma saving throw. All right. I think you can get everyone except for the two that are closest to the... Well, either the two in the back or the two closest to the door, you would miss. Which ones would you want to include in this? Uh, let's do the two closest to the door. Okay. So you cast calm emotions, and it looks like four of the guards that were attacking you calm down and start to lower their weapons. Uh, two of them are still in combat mode. Yeah. So interestingly, you can, one of the things you can do is suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened, but the other way to use it is you can make the target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. So I will choose us. Oh, nice. Yes, I assumed that. That's how I was... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was for the benefit of the listeners. I mean, you don't know anything about D&D thing, but that was for the listeners. So your spell got four out of the six that were attacking. Yes. Yeah. Nice. The problem is um, if you harm them or their friends, then it breaks the spell. Right. Uh, so, okay. like, this lets us talk and maybe we can go full. So, okay. Tokus. So, if we're. Tokus, do you realize what this means? This may be the first opportunity that it actually makes sense for you to grapple somebody instead of attacking them. <gasps> Tokus. What you've been waiting for. Tokus, you've been wanting to do this for the entire campaign. Just. Just grab somebody and wrestle them to the ground with your mighty strength. But it's never made sense before now. Tokus, this is your moment. This is my moment to shine with yes. my super high strength, thanks to the gauntlets that Thane conveniently gave us in this world. That are glued to your hands. Yes. That you never remove. Otherwise, Tokus would be, have a very pitiful strength, because I never put points into my strength. <laughs> Although, sadly, the grapple, uh, grapple is an attack action. Uh, it doesn't deal damage, though. But it says whenever they're attacked, it breaks the spell. Oh, crap. So, yeah. What a horrible technicality. Well, I feel like that would be up to the dungeon master. Yeah, what are we supposed to do? Just run away? Can we appeal to the other guards that are just standing around? Please, can you help them to stop attacking us? Yeah, I think we can certainly we can try. Uh, try to talk it out now that they're... Can we try, yeah, talking some sense into these fools? Yeah. Listen, now that your emotions are calmed, let's all calm down here, okay? There's no need for hostility. We're here just uh, visiting. Yeah, we just want to talk. If I mean, if we're enemies of the crown, as you say, then that's fine. Just provide proof, and we'll go to jail. Just calm down for a minute, for crying out loud. Okay. The operator looks like he was about to run, but he's a little calmer now, so he is staying there back behind his station. <laughs> and it's Stripey's turn. Stripey is going to hold his attack action for if he is attacked. Well, no, no, he's going to get attacked, Jay. There's a guy next to him. Like, maybe we should just book it. That doesn't mean that he has to do that. Uh, yeah, maybe it's worth um, him just running. Is the door to the room ajar, or is it a door? <laughs> it's double doors, and they are currently closed, but last time you were here, they weren't locked, but then again, it also wasn't under such heavy guard, so... Okay. Stripey is going to go over to the operator's uh, stand and take him hostage and say, Nobody moves or this man dies. <laughs> Stripey summons the woodland creatures. <laughs> yeah, they all these squirrels, squirrels and mice just, just climb into the room. Can we get a numbers here thing? Can you help us? So how many guards aren't chill? It's just two at this point, right? Well, there were two that were still looking like they would attack you. Yeah. 
You said there were also other guards that hadn't closed in on us yet. Yes, there are two in the back that were not in the range of the spell, and then there's one by the door that looks like he passed his save. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so do do we want to run away and only get assailed by perhaps five guards? Yes. One of us should either check the door or go and take the operator hostage. Well, what's Stripey going to do? Stripey can do neither of those things. <laughs> well, I guess he can just, like, he can just charge into the door and, like, try to hit it open. Yeah, to see if it's open. Maybe someone left it ajar. He might only incur one opportunity attack, right? He's got the one guy on him, but maybe yeah. he can, like, bank for the door. I mean, I might even be able to protect him, right? Like, can't I use my uh, reaction to stop their opportunity attack? Yeah, you can try that. Okay, so if one of them tries to hit Stripey, I'll try to protect him. Begrudgingly. <laughs> All right, he does attack, so that means I get disadvantage. And it misses. You block him with your shield. Okay. Stripey runs to the door. Um, make a strength check to try to break it down. He, he nuzzles the door open, and it's it's adorable. He's going to use the lockpicking kit that I knitted for him. <laughs> no, I think force is the only way that he can try to get the door open. Like one of his claws is like a lockpick? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. He's got a pretty decent strength these days. Pulls a Scooby-Doo. One of the claws just sticks out and it's in the shape of a key. And he just <laughs> <laughs> right. Opens it. Uh, so that's going to be a 15, actually. That's not bad. Stripey runs and rams into the door and it pushes open. You're not sure if it broke or if it just wasn't completely closed to begin with, but one of the doors at least starts to swing open somewhat, and the other ones are kind of loosely following. Alright. Good boy, Stripes. Progress. Yeah. He will then use his attack action to attack the door. No, that was both his move and his attack, right? His move and his action? His action, right. Next is the guards... One of them looks like he's about to try chasing after Stripey. He takes a step towards him, but then just kind of stops hesitantly, seeing this gigantic badger. (laughs) (laughs) I call out, it's okay, he only hurts people who hurt him most of the time. I still wouldn't get too close, though. I mean, he did bite your toe off. In fact, you you (laughs) might say that he hurts those who are closest to him. That's true. It's those he hurts worst. Just don't be the closest. Yeah. (laughs) One of the guards that was in the back musters up some courage and attempts to attack Shaba. Oh, don't do that. But that's a miss. I thought we were friends. Yeah, we used to be citizens of this country. Don't we still have our citizenship? We are citizens. We outrank all of these people. <laughs> Everyone in this room. We are their <laughs> commanding officers, and they're ignoring that fact. I'd like to invoke our citizens' uh, rights and do a citizen's arrest. What about our right to steel level members of the Sapphire Saber? Forgot about those rights. Yeah, aren't you guys public servants? That means you serve us. I mean, we, we, we literally outrank them. Militarily. <laughs> we are still ranking members of the Sabre. Mm-hmm. But the Sabre is a, is a paramilitary organization. Yeah, but... It's sanctioned by the Crown. You have legal authority above the town guards. Oh, yes. we do. Each one of you will be court-martialed if you continue to attack us. We are your superiors. Also, you will pledge your fealty to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> or else. Don't listen to him. He, he's, he's wielding his power uh, unjustly. Unwieldily. Uh, for his own personal gain. We will have you all expelled from the service if you continue your hostile actions. It doesn't seem like the ones that were already attacking you are paying any attention to your threats. Yeah, they haven't spoken a word at all, right? 
Do they look like kind of dazed? Other than that you're enemies of the crown and to attack. They haven't said anything. Oh, that's right, yeah. Do they have little, like, spiraling circles in their <laughs> eyes? Like little squiggly <laughs> things? Ooh. No. Like Ka from the Jungle Book? <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right. So the two of them that were attacking before move up to uh, Tokus. They try to flank you, but their attacks are ineffective. As you block both of them. Ha! Shaba? I am going to run for the door. Are you still Zephyr'd? I am indeed. Gosh, that spell's so good. Is it ranger specific? Um, I don't think so. I think it probably is. I mean, it's on the ranger spell list, but uh, yeah, actually, I don't know if it's on anyone else's spell list. So like, it feels like such a rangery spell. Like, what? Who else would even use that thing? Yeah, that's yeah, true. it's ranger only. Okay, Ooh. so one move gets me almost to the door, or can I get there in one move? Is there a mathematical way that I can do that? Yeah, you can't quite make it to the door in one move, but you can make it outside with two. All right, I will do that. Well, I will, why not just? Yeah, why don't you just dash? I will barge through the doors and uh, exit the room. All right, so you charge outside. You see a handful of merchants and others who look like they were probably getting ready to depart through the teleporter. Hey, guys, don't go in there. There's mean guards that will kill you <laughs> and attack you. You and Stripey bursting out through the doors is drawing quite a bit of attention, but no one out here seems like they're trying to stop you. All right. They're just kind of you know, scattering carts and wagons and things of people who are trying to transport their goods. Wait a second. I've made a terrible mistake. I shouldn't just run out into the room. I mean, I should, but I should stay on the other side of the door so I can hold them closed until Aslo and Tokus get there. Mm. How will you know that we're there until if the doors are closed? I'll listen for you to call out to me. Guys, let me know when you're coming to the door, and I'll open it for you. Once like a barn owl and twice like a screech owl? Yes. Okay. Uh, did you want Stripey to stop outside the doors or inside the doors? Uh, he could only reach that right inside the doors. He moved as far as he could, I think. Uh, I didn't realize he could continue moving after making the strength check, or I forgot that he could continue moving after making the strength check. He'll go as far as he can go, I reckon. Right. He, he should be able to make it outside. He was on the other side of me. So you and Stripe, you're both just outside the doors then? Okay. Hey, Tokus? Well, uh, I think this is our plan, right, Oslo? Uh, it sounds like it, now that the other two are running away. So I could take the disengage action. Yeah. By the way, guys, did, did we tell you we were going to run away? Did we discuss that? Uh, hey, guys, let's run away. It's the only option we have. Let's do that. All right, sounds good. Bye. Bye. See you outside. <laughs> Hopefully there's not a bunch more guards out there. Okay, I'm good. We're, I'm out there and there's not a bunch more guards. Come out of here quick. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Tokus is a little slowsies because of my armor. ruh row. I can only move 25 feet. Mm. Hmm. Um, you do have an, a little spell I like to call comes in handy at times like this. I think I no longer know it. What? Ooh. Also, can you just run 25 feet and then also run 25 feet more? Yeah. Then I will get hit. Um, well, that's fine. You have heavy armor on. You are very shield. difficult to hit. Won't I be hit by two enemies on the way out? One is calmed. And the other one, possibly, but you are very difficult to hit. I'm, I'm going to disengage and then move. Mm, fair. Okay. I can't occupy the same space as stripes, right? Uh, no, but if you move to the door and it's cracked open, then you can misty through it. That's true. That's a bonus action. I do have a bonus action, Misty. Well, that would be even better. Instead of doing anything, wouldn't I just 
misty past the dudes? Or are you saying the doors are closed? You could misty past the dudes, but you'd still take an attack on the way up. No. Because you have to be able to see the point you're mistying to. Oh, that's true. So I couldn't misty through the doors anyway. Right. But, like, my way doesn't waste my misty. Uh, correct, but it doesn't get you outside the room either. I don't, I don't need to be outside the room yet. Okay, that's fair. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I'm doing and pass my turn. Sounds good. Do what you do. All right, so you run up to the doors and have your back to the doors ready to guard against anyone who comes up to attack you. I do... I know you disengage, so I don't get to attack you. Not today, Thane. Not today. <laughs> I know you enjoy those opportunity attacks. <laughs> As though. And what do we say to death? Not today. Not today. Now, unlike... Tokus, uh, Aslo is not very heavily armored. He is likely to take attacks. But the other thing is that if I stay inside the room this turn, then I'm likely to take attacks. Even more attacks probably than if I just leave. Do you have an efficient spell that gets you out of this? Calm Emotions is a concentration spell, so if you get hit, there's a good chance that it breaks. Ah, that's true. Oh, this is concentration? I was going to suggest you go invisible, but that's concentration. It's cons, dude. It's cons. It's a cons spell. Dude, what if you mirrored imaged and then move away? Straight up conk, dog. That's true. Does that help against opportunity attacks? Or couldn't he also just do what I did? Go disengage? It helps opportunity attacks not hit you as much. Well, well, well hang on. If, if Brian dashed, how many opportunity attacks would you even take? Just one? Probably a lot. Depends on your path and on whether that one guard by the door actually was going to attack you or not. Okay, may- maybe you disengage. But there's the one guy that's right next to you who's still in combat, and then you can move through enemies one size larger than you, right? As a halfling? As a halfling, that's right. Just tumble through their little leggies. Nutmeg them, as it were. <laughs> you can almost make it to the door with one movement and only taking one attack. If what if I make a straight line, like a beeline for the door? If you go straight for the door, then you'd take two attacks, but you'd be right at the door. But if he disengages and just moves through the enemies... If you disengage first and then move, then you can make it to the door. Yeah, if you make it to me, I can at least deflect one of the attacks on you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just straight line to the inside of the door, then we're... You just nutmeg them. You're a halfling. Yeah, nutmeg them, then <laughs> bottle, we'll bottleneck them at the door. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. That's soccer terminology. It's when you kick the ball through, through somebody's legs. legs. Yeah. Uh, Thane, Thane, you had a look of like, what is that? <laughs> oh, you weren't familiar with that? <laughs> Nutmeg is what you put on your coffee drink in the in the holiday season. Right. You, you sprinkle a little yeah. on, on top. Yep, nutmeg. So just get your get your thing out and just sprinkle a little nutmeg on these guards. If you run straight for the door, disengaging will only save you from one opportunity attack anyway because... It only prevents you from being attacked by the ones you're next to when you start with when you start the movement. Mm, okay. So if it's only a difference of one opportunity attack, I might as well just move, move, and get to a safer position. Yeah, that's fair. Is he going to be able to go through the door? Because I'd probably get hit several times if I didn't. Yeah. I can go through. Use your act- your item interaction to go through the door. Okay. All right. Uh, I will do that then. I will make a beeline for the door. So you're just going to take all the attacks? No, it's only one attack. He's only going to get hit once, according to what Thane's saying. It's two attacks if you run straight for the door. One if you weave around, which gets you there a little bit slower. But if you're move-moving anyway, then you'll be well outside the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll move-move and weave around the guys that are in between me and the door to only take one attack. Oh, just to get to the door? To get outside of the room. So cinematically, this is really epic. Like, Brian is, like, 
ducking, you know, running yeah, under right. their legs. <laughs> yeah, I totally do the thing where I just like run, I juke to the side, and then I slide under in between his legs, yep. and then hop up to my feet on the other side. Totally. Yeah, that pretty much happens. The guard that tried to attack you rolled a one. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so he stabs his spear into the ground just behind your cape as you try to flee. Ha-ha! <laughs> He's like, hey, come back here! And then he like bends over and looks through his own legs and loses his balance and then topples over the other <laughs> way. <laughs> but before that, I reach back between his legs and grab my feathered cap and put it on my head, and then I roll away. <laughs> Indiana Jones style. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say you reach between his legs and grab his head and pull it through. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 right, so you make it outside the room. And past Jabba and Stripey. And now Tokus is the last one remaining inside. Okay. Stripey's turn. This is kind of cool because this spell was from the crown, right? You didn't even use a spell slot for this. It's true. Dude. It's true. That was a one of the few use, uh, usings of the crown we've had so far in the show. Hashtag spell slots, bro. Calm emotions. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Stripey. You're just going to continue waiting by the door? Stripey will attack a random patron of the merchant's guild. Ah! He's still so amped up from the, the almost fight that happened. Is Stripey secretly a barbarian? He, <laughs> he is. He raged every time. Yeah, he does take has, have levels of barbarian. Um, he'll just uh, he'll start booking it, I suppose, right? Right? Aren't we going to continue booking it, or are we going to just hold the door cl- doors closed? I mean, if we want to do the doors closed strat, it should be our highest strengthers, which is me and Stripes, right? What's his strength? Yeah, I mean, you, I, I feel like we wait for Tokus to get out, we chuck a grenade in, we bar the doors, and we book it, right? Yep. I mean, it's yep. the only way. That's the safest plan. Yeah. It's the most humane plan, too, really. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Just put them all out of their misery. Um, <laughs> is there? Do we see that there is a way, since the door's open toward us, is there a way that we can block them or bar them? Um, they have a, a bar on this door that they use to close it off when it's not in business? There's a latch and a lock. It doesn't have, like, the big bars that you would hang over the middle of the doors or anything. Yeah. But you, it doesn't look like it would latch shut unless you had the key, though. Man, I knew we should have held that guy hostage. Could have taken the keys out of his pocket. <laughs> hmm. Um, I guess all we can really do is run if we can't secure the doors, right? Well, do you do you want me to try to get the keys while you guys hold the doors? Because Tokus Dude. has a unique set of skills that might be able to go grab those keys. You just, like, took a disengage action to avoid getting an attack of opportunity. How are you going to run through that room without getting <laughs> getting attack of opportunity to all over the place? Jay, just leave that to Tokus. Uh, alright. Shaba, Shaba, I shout past the doors. Shaba, leave it to me. I'll get the keys, because you, you were telling me about the keys. Alright. lot latch. Okay, then Stripey's going to hang tight. and uh, You guys got to keep these doors closed for me while I operation get the keys. And we don't even know if that guy has the keys, by the way. True. It's a risk. We would guess so, because he's an employee. Yes, but unless we want a chase scene to ensue. Actually, that sounds kind of fun. Unless we want a chase <laughs> scene to ensue, we need to lock these guys in there. Um, why don't you see if you can get the keys, and we'll continue using our actions to make strength checks while you do that. But if you run into the room to get the keys, and then all the guards run to the door, how are you going to get outside the door? I've got a plan. Okay. Tokus? Has a plan. Don't you worry about it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. The unspoken plan guarantee. That's right. (laughs) Two of the guards that have been in the fight from the beginning run towards Tokus and attack, but your armor is too good for them. Yeah. 
Those shields are too strong for our blasters. <laughs> and it's Shabba's turn, so you are holding the door, waiting for some sign from Tokus that he's ready to leave. Yep, I'm leaning into the door. Okay, Tokus. All right, I have, I have a vision for this, but I, I need your help. You are completely enclosed in the doorway. Four guards in front of you, all in a line, and then your friends behind you blocking your exit, so... Yeah, I'm completely surrounded. I'd like to disappear in a whiff of dark, shadowy smoke and head for the key guy using Misty Step. Oh. You're assuming that the operator has the keys, or... It's our only hope. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, two Star Wars references in like 30 seconds. Awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Tokus, before you go, I whisper through the crack in the door. Tokus, the secret pass uh, knock to when you come back to get by is um, to the tune of Mary Had a Little Lamb. So you have to make that beat on the door. Okay, got it. I, I know that one from my gnomish childhood. Okay, good. Good luck. And may the force be with you. All right, so <laughs> I use the surprise of like magically appearing to like scare the guy. I mean, he's, ah. he's calmed. Oh, he's calmed. Okay, I don't need to scare him then. Um, I'm just going to gently ask him, Hey, man, um, we, we gotta go. Could we please have the keys? After appearing directly in his face in, in a puff of black smoke. <laughs> okay, so technically he's indifferent, which means he's probably not going to try to help or harm you in any way, mm. but you need to make a check if you want to try to convince him of something like that. Oh, well, if he's indifferent, I'll just gently, like, not aggressively, just gently take the keys off of the keychain. Just like, grab him off his belt, grab the whole key ring. Politely steal his keys. No, no, it's not stealing. He and I make eye contact, and I'm going to use my ogre gauntlets. I'm going to go ahead and take these. Like, gently rip the keys off of his belt. These are mine now. You're giving these to me. First off, make a perception check to see if you even spot keys on him. I'm going to do that, and I rolled a natural onezo. All right. Nice. You see he's wearing robes. If he's got keys on him, they're probably like tucked into a belt underneath. You don't see any sign of them. <laughs> just, just start groping around in his waist. Give me those keys. Give me those. I know they're in start there. Tickling him. I know you got them in there. Yeah, tickle him. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Uh, I mean, I could like use my action surge to try to... Dude, the guy's indifferent. <laughs> Lift each side of his robes up and just... Like, take a peek. <laughs> I mean, okay, so hang on a second. So I've already used my bonus action, right? Yeah. Dude, pick the guy up and bring him out. <laughs> you are strong enough for that, that's true. You are strong enough to pick him up. He's indifferent. He's not going to do anything. Indifferent doesn't mean he doesn't care about anything you do. It's a game term. It just means he's not hostile and not friendly. I don't know. Life just feels kind of dull and gray lately. <laughs> might as well just pick me up yeah. and carry me out of the room. All right. If it, if it looks like it's going to be difficult for me to get the keys off him, I actually might consider kidnapping him. Yeah, you should, <laughs> you should definitely consider that. Kidnapping is the right choice here. 